afternoon, Daniel. Good afternoon, Rihanna. This is episode three, uh, season two, episode three, where we dismantle lies that believers that we get entangled in. And this one for today is, I can't hear God. If you can't hear God, you're going to be stuck. How we know which way to go. And I think really the basis for this though is it's faith. You don't really like fully 100% know. And that's really what faith is and what trust is. And, yeah, um, I like and, that. and you end up eventually seeing the fruit of that. But before we dive in like crazy into it, wanted to uh, talk about tipping. Tipping, I don't know like how you guys feel about it, but um, it's crazy like how tipping is like just everywhere. And it's like kind of one of these things where it's like, okay, like I've already tipped at like three places today. All right, I'm all tipped out. All right, fourth one, I'm sorry. You did great, but seriously, I've tipped everywhere. It's kind of a lie in itself because you feel like you're not generous. You're yeah. not a generous person if you aren't tipping, which isn't necessarily true. You could be giving to thousands of people, ministries, churches, um, family that are in need of help, and then you go to yeah. the coffee shop and you deny to tip at the coffee shop. Yeah. And you feel, man, I just, you kind of feel guilty. And you're like, I'm just not that generous. It's a lie in itself. Yeah, that's, that a, that's just a little bonus lie. These, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so anyway. We, My approach with it is just in the moment. I don't really think about it ahead of time. I mean, restaurants is pretty much standard. That's kind of how it always has been. Um, but like all these little extra places where you just get hit with it unexpectedly, um, I cheerfully give. So if I'm, if I feel like, oh, I'm feeling kind of obligated or I feel kind of guilty if I do, I don't, I don't respond to that because I don't want to give that any power in my life where, oh, um, I do dis I make decisions out of guilt and yeah. obligation and cause those are terrible motivators. Yes. So I know it's like so simple and like little, um, but I think that if you're like, like, oh, I always do. No matter what, I can't say no to, you know, at least a dollar tip. I have to. Um, okay, well, then you're controlled. You're not self-controlled. You're externally controlled. Yeah. Other people are controlling you. Like, come on, you're just talking about tips. Yeah, I'm just talking about tips because the reality is, is you are. You're not self-controlled. You are externally controlled. And you're letting the environment around you tell you what to do. And, um and we're not denying the pressure. Yeah, it's there. It's real. <laughs> yeah, it's a real pressure. It's real. For sure. There's people behind you. They're going to see. Oh, uh, they're going to see no. if, if you gave two or three dollars or how, how big your tip was. Or, when or you you're it on. out with friends. And yep. they're going to see. <laughs> yeah, like how generous are they? Oh, my gosh. Are they going to over tip to make it look like they're very generous? Or are they going to say no? Yeah. I mean, I think in some situations, it's actually very powerful to not tip. To, to be like, I'm not going to tip. I'm like, but that's not generous. Like, well, um, I'm already here. I mean, I am supporting like supporting the business. And, and obviously you can get into like how other countries don't do tip and all that kind of stuff. Um, and obviously you just, it's exploded in the last few years where they ask you to tip on like everything. Yeah. And I think it's kind of crazy because it's like, 
I'm tipping before I even received Ooh, anything. That's that's huge because traditionally, it's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Is yeah, it's restaurants, is like where tipping originally started, and you tip after, and a lot of people tip based upon performance and taste and all that kind of stuff. Um, but then so many things like sure, I mean yeah, the coffee shop. I'm paying for the coffee, and it's already kind of overpriced to begin with, and then I'm gonna add a few extra dollars not knowing is this going to be any good. And I'm going to be honest, in a lot of cases, it's not. Yeah, I don't know. Some of you are servers or wait right. staff, and you're thinking, yeah, it's because of people like you. Actually, <laughs> in regards to wait staff and servers, we absolutely tip yeah. more than 20% usually, yeah. even if it wasn't that good. But we're mostly talking about places that are like coffee shops or even clothing companies, like or, or stores like that, like sort of retail. Like, basically, why any, am I tipping you? Basically, like, I just paid for your any products. Retail, or even okay, here's the other one. When it is food, is like like we go pick up pizza, like a Domino's. I did all the work here. Or even if it's a restaurant, you know, sometimes they are they already magically like throw it on there. But it's like I'm doing all the work here. I'm paying for food. And that's what I'm doing. I did all the work. <laughs> and I know, like, I don't know every scenario, but ultimately. I think the the one that gets me that I'm like, I easily will tip cheerfully, easily are the ones where they say, would you like to round up? Would you like to round up your purchase? Honestly, psychologically speaking, whoever came up with that idea is brilliant. That one's like so easy. This is like places like a thrift store yeah. that they're asking you to round up. It's like, why am I tipping? Like, you've done nothing for me. You but know? even there. But I do it, it though. Yeah, I do it because I'm it like, is yeah. like, okay, okay sure. Yeah, like, we'll round up. It's, yeah, that's fine. Brilliant. Brilliant idea. Whoever because came up with that you're one. Not, it's a very simple ask. And then they usually kind of like frame it in a really like, hey, do you want to see kids stay in poverty for the rest of your life? If not, you should probably round up. No, they never say that. Not that that he is exaggerating. Not, not that they bad. have no. never said that to us. <laughs> we'll point to a picture. There's starving kids in Africa. No. You could do something. Oh my Would you like gosh. to round up 24 cents to help African children starving? No, uh, thank you. No, that's not, I can't do that. I mean, seriously, they've never said that. But that's how we feel, even at the coffee shop, even when there's nothing, no kid being pointed at. You feel like, oh no, oh no, I better tip an I think, extra five dollars here. I think one of the one of the strange places we saw like a tip. I think it was like a car wash when we were going through. Uh huh. And it was like, what? Why am I like? Are you gonna come vacuum my car for me? Like I don't understand here. And all the business owners out there, I think, are are really pretty much like, yeah, well, it's just a POS system or whatever the. You can just add it like, on there. It just adds it on there. It's super easy. You just, you know. When and I get it on their end, yeah. Yeah. They're it's like, just, why not? Just add the feature. And that's another reason to not feel guilty and obligated. Like, hey, if you want to, here's an opportunity. Yeah. And But if you feel obligated, you know, 12 times a day because you're out shopping and running errands, it's like, oh, my gosh, that's kind of weighty. Oh, if you think about it, you know, like 20 times a week times 50 weeks, we're talking like a thousand times, yeah. you know, over the course of a year that you feel guilty. Like that stuff adds up. That's not, oh, that's not it, healthy. It could add up 
real quick. My mom has tipped. I mean, she likes to eat out like multiple times a day. Hello, mom, if you're listening. Um, and she's like super generous when it comes to the tipping. I mean, she will tip a lot. And I've thought to myself, wow, she could probably spend like at least... I think we added it up. It could it was hundreds of dollars a month because she takes family members out. She could out. have a full time person on staff to go pick up food for her at this point. Oh yeah, I was saying yeah. I was like, man, she could just pay someone with that <laughs> salary that she tips with. So anyway, um, mom, like, you could be free. Yeah. You don't have to tip so much. <laughs> People are doing the math like, wow, that is a lot of eating now. Oh man, or you can keep job. tipping. It's fine. But can okay. you hear God? Well, God? it's funny because I was thinking about hearing God and I was we're thinking about tipping and feeling obligatory um, to do something. And then like, you don't really want to do it. The person who feels o- obligated to do something, but they didn't really want to do it. Um, that's the really the person that we want free today. And I think like in church, sometimes you feel like that. You're like obligated to do something, uh, but you didn't actually really want to do it. And yet you consistently are tipping and quote in the name of generosity. You're consistently giving your time in the name of generosity, but deep down in your heart, you actually didn't really want to do it. Mm -hmm. So how does this apply to hearing God's voice today? I don't know. Let's see how it applies. I think we'll probably be able to work work it in one way or another. All right. Let's see how we can work it in today. Daniel, I have a question for you. Okay. Okay. The Bible portrays communication with God in many different ways. It does. Like dreams, visions, audible voices. How have you personally experienced hearing God's voice? Personally, I'll get impressions of like, I really feel like we should be doing this. Or I really like, I really need to reach out to that person. Or um, particularly that happens a lot, like prophetic or like, yeah. or like somebody's randomly on my mind. It's like, okay, God's getting my attention about something or there's like something that keeps coming up. It's like God communicates in so many ways. And if we limit it to a booming voice in the sky, mm-hmm. then man, that would be a reason why you would think you can't hear God. Because if that's true, then I've never heard God. If it has to be a booming voice from the sky, then... Um, yeah, I've never heard God then, if that's the case. But it's not. He speaks in so many things, so many things. And and really, it's just having to hear, our, get our eyes open. We have this period in the Bible before Jesus comes on the scene, and it's called like 400 years of silence, where no one really heard God for the most part. He, he didn't take 400 years off. He wasn't taking a 400-year nap. Yeah, People did not, they hardened their hearts yeah. with their behavior and their lifestyle to where they never didn't want to hear God. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, I'll give you a clear example of this is, is Saul. He's knocked off his high horse, literally off his high horse. New Testament Saul. Saul. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he's hearing, he's hearing God, um, talk, talk to him and the people around him hear nothing. They hear nothing. He's like, you guys hear that? Like, we didn't really see anything. Um, and, and another story, which I'm kind of blanking on, like where exactly on, it is. But that's really good. I like yeah, that okay. story. Yeah. One reason I really like that story is because it shows that God can be speaking to you yeah. and other people don't hear it or can't hear or it, miss it or miss it. Yeah. Or even don't believe you. Yeah. And so if you are hearing God, yeah. 
It has to align with God's character and mm. the Bible. Come on. If it does not, if you say you heard God for you to go cheat on your spouse, I mean, that's ridiculous. And actually, I know it's so ridiculous, but people have said like, well, I heard God to go do this or whatever. And I would just say, well, you probably didn't hear God correctly because if it doesn't align with his character or with the word of God, yeah. then I would say you just misunderstood. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, I think that's the reason why people are scared to try to even go after hearing God because they've been in situations where people had abused that. And thus saith the Lord. You can't argue with that. Um, God said this and we're going to do it. Side note, we are not discounting hearing from God, having faith, and then acting upon it. What we are saying is, if you have heard from God, it definitely should line up with His character and the Word. Just crack open the Word. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna hear Him speak. Yeah, that is, on. that is the Word. And so, um, so much of God has to be filtered through, through the Word. And if you don't know the Word, then that's another reason why you're not gonna know if this is God or not, because you're yeah. like, I don't really know. Was that me or was that God? And I think the more you understand God and his character, the more you read the word, the more that you practice hearing, um, the more you're going to know that it wasn't you. And anyway, you should be dead. Right. And the new creation, we, we, when we were baptized with Christ, we were baptized into his death and we're alive in Christ, meaning we're a new creation. Whenever you start walking in this new creation, um, it's really, you're not going to be asking that question. Was this yeah. me or God? Like, uh, there is no me left. <laughs> like it, it, we're all, we're one, we're in unity. Do you have a specific time that you heard from God? How did you hear from God and how did that impact your life? I was going through a lot of anxiety. Um, Yeah just a lot of anxiety and just not really clear minded and really just heard the Lord tell me I was doing everything. I was doing everything I possibly could trying to like hear God do everything. I was, I was striving to just get out of this. And, and I was very focused on all my, all my problems. And I just heard the Lord say like, you're more aware of the enemy's presence than mine. And that pretty much changed everything for me because from that point I started Anytime I would be tempted to be like, oh, no, 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 this is coming up again. Oh, no, 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 I'm getting scared. Oh, no, I'm worried about this. I would be like, I don't care. I'm going to get more aware of the Lord's presence rather than the enemy. It was huge for me because I've like, I was doing anything and everything for almost a year of like, I'll listen to this podcast. I will read this book. I will say these prayers. I will jump through all the hoops. Um, but at the end of the day, I was just consumed with how the enemy was coming at me. And I was scared all the time and anxious all the time. Yeah. And, um, and things just changed simply by just getting, having another thought. And that's how it is for me a lot is just hearing God, repenting, having another thought. Well, what I love about that is that for a year, tried or attempted to do like a whole bunch of external um, truths so you sought after, you know, even well-known pastors, leaders, Christian leaders, like they have amazing things to say. They have good wisdom, but I love that your transformation didn't come, um, from them. 
your transformation. And that's the truth. Our transformation is not going to come from man. It's going to come from God. It's going to come from his voice. It's going to come from the word of God. And so I love the, the, and that's why it's so important for us to hear the voice of God. If you're truly seeking transformation in your life, healing, wholeness, um, strongholds to be removed, it has to come from God. It has to come from his word. Man's word will never free you. Mm. There's many, 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 many leaders, men, women leaders out there who have really great things to say. And you can, and you can reap good benefits from them and mm. you can get wisdom from them. But when it comes to true freedom, that only comes through Christ. Yeah, man doesn't live on bread alone. It lives from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Yeah. This assumes a lot of things. It just assumes one that we hear God. Yeah. Because we're living off of his word. Right. One. Um, two, um, this also assumes that we are going to be partakers of his bread of life. And this is like really what's going to sustain us. And that three, like we're actually connected to him and that we're actually listening. We're around him and we're engaged with him. And that's how we're living. When that's the second part, what I love is that when you did hear God's voice for the situation you were in, his bread, when God was offering you bread, you actually took the bread and you ate the bread. Yeah. And when the enemy was offering you, offering you something else, of course, it was all fake. But when he was tempting you with something like in the garden originally, when when the snake was tempting Adam and Eve, you chose to keep eating God's bread, the yeah. word of God. You, and any time the enemy came to try to give you something else, basically denied his offerings and you continued to eat from the tree of life. You continue to eat from God and his word. And that's awesome. We encourage all of you, if you have anything, any anxiety or anything that you need to be freed from today, just eat from God's word. Choose today. Life and death are in front of you. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. And we're just, yeah. I mean, we get, we get this choice and you know, if, um, we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. What happens when we have a steady diet of listening to lies mm-hmm. from the enemy? Right. I think that, like, seriously, like, where we're like, I can't hear God. You know, um, is you can. You actually, you totally can, 100%. And you have heard God. We're so, no one says, I can't hear the devil. <laughs> like, no one's saying that. Mm-hmm. No one's like, I just, I just can't hear him. Like, Why? Um, everyone hears the devil. They hear bad thoughts. They hear um, lies. They hear all these things. That I've never heard anyone say, I just can't hear the devil in my life. We have a lot of faith for hearing the enemy, but then we don't have a lot of faith about hearing God. And we are and we go like all around and around. I'm like, I don't know. It was that God. I don't know. But um, Let me also touch on one more okay. thing we listen to and hear. Go for it. Uh, because as you're saying that, I just felt like this is really important to throw that out. We also listen so much to what the culture says, and we listen to friends and family that should not have a say in our life. And I know that sounds pretty harsh. I understand that. Yeah, that there, was pretty harsh. But there are <laughs> ha ha ha. But there are people in your life that do not understand your destiny, your vision, your heart, they don't understand. But Rehana, many counselors is wise. 
Yes, many counselors is wise, but those counselors need to be godly men and women mm. need to also need to also hear from God. Otherwise, they're going to be giving you wisdom that is no wisdom at all. <laughs> and so I just encourage you that if you're listening to the culture and if you're listening to friends and family that do not understand your heart and they don't know where you're going and they don't know what God has for you, I'm not encouraging you to be mean to them. I am encouraging you to listen honorably, but trash things that basically come against who you are and who God has called you to be. You do not have to receive everything that someone says to you. Right. But can you hear God's voice? Absolutely. Yes, you can. And there are many ways that God speaks to his people still today. The Bible, dreams, visions, impressions through um, creation. creation. There are so many ways that God can speak to you. And we pray books, right in movies, books, movies, even culture, even if they don't know what they're doing, it still can, can be signs and wonders. Uh, yeah. Jesus would say, you guys know red moon rises on, on the east up oh, bad weather or whatever it was. It's like, you can interpret the signs, but you can't interpret this. You know, we can even just look at the signs of things around us. I mean, and that speaks. Well, I mean, there was a donkey yeah. that literally yeah. spoke. <laughs> so, God can use a donkey. He's okay? not. He's not limited. He's not limited on so we how just, he can yeah, speak. We just challenge you this week uh, that this week, um, and yeah, the rest of your life. Um, but 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 particularly this week, really just focus on on hearing God, seeing God, um, communicating with Him, and then. In a new way, whatever yeah. whatever it is, could be a dream, could be something you've never done before. Uh, and overall, we just encourage you to just hear God, and we just just pray a blessing for your eyes and your ears that your eyes would see God, and you have ears to hear God, and that you do, and that you would tame your tongue when you had said something like, I don't hear God through dreams. I can't see them. I don't do that. I don't hear God that way. Um, you don't have to be like other people, but um, you also don't need to limit yourself. <laughs> and so we just take off those limits. No limits this week. No limits to hearing God. And as always, let's keep God first. Thank you for listening to Season 2, Episode 3. We hope you've been encouraged and that you have hope that you can hear God's voice. You don't have to hear Him like everyone else, but you do need to hear Him in the light of His Word and His character. Have an amazing day.